All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I am your host, Jesse Wallacher with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which is a year-long course, but it also includes one-on-one coaching, courses, journals, all kinds of different trainings, and of course, the three, the three days to cutting cravings free trading. (laughs) I had a better way of going about that, but that didn't happen. So welcome in. I am glad to have you here and also to be doing this podcast episode because I recently have been talking more and more about it. And I actually went back and listened to Cravings Come From Lack and it's so good all on its own, um, but it is a very original Brain Dump Diaries podcast where I would just walk and talk because that is where all of my brain dumping happened, either in the car or on a walk, just having headphones in and talking into the nothingness to let my brain wander. Um, we're trying to do a little bit better now. <laughs> I found my mic, I have my computer, and it's a lot easier here and now, but um That podcast is so good. It's so good all on its own, but I do want to make a more updated version of it. So here is Cravings Come From Lack 2.0, because I'm realizing more and more that this is the focus of my work, is dealing with cravings. Cravings on all ends of the spectrum, because it is not just something that you don't have control over when it comes to food and you just need to push through it and not accept that this is how it is and you just need to silence it. It's learning how to deal with it and look it head on and fully understand why it is that you are having these cravings because when you are knowledgeable on breaking down and understanding what your cravings mean, you are in control of your life that is when the real change and the real healing happens. And it's such a powerful spot to be in of knowing that you have control. And even when it feels uncontrollable, you're choosing what the outcome is with it. So there's really three points of cravings that I want to kind of go over. And cravings come from lack, lack of nutrition, lack of stress, lack of support and or acceptance. So the lack of nutrition is really big. And I've been Um, reminding myself of this more and more lately because I've been craving sweets. And so there's two sides of the nutrition part part of it. And I mean, they all combine together, but breaking it down in this sense. So as far as nutrition goes, when you are hungry, it is your body's, for the nutrition aspect of it, um, when you're craving food, it is your body's way of telling you that you are lacking. Lacking in nutritional value or lacking in actual just amounts of food. So you could be overeating, but not eating enough of those micronutrients of those proteins, carbs, and fats that you actually need of those vitamins and minerals that you actually need. So your body is going to tell you that it is still hungry, even though you've had like two to four to 8,000 calories that day. And you technically shouldn't need more food. But if you're not getting all of those micronutrients that you actually need, you will never be satisfied. So that's one way that it can be telling you that. And that's looking at your diet of, is this a lot of processed foods? Am I eating out a lot more? Am I eating more heavy foods? Am I letting my stress um, go to my comfort foods? And we'll kind of break that down more. But if you're just eating a lot of those empty calories, and as I'm explaining this, I don't want you to think that I'm demonizing either way. This is just information. Like, I feel no way... 
um, bad when I have a big empty calorie eating cheat meal day and I don't even look at it as cheat meals anymore. It's just understand all of this. I'm backtracking, but it's all about understanding why you are feeling this way and choosing. So when I choose to have an empty calorie day, um, I fully know what the difference feels like in my body and why I'm choosing this and why I never feel satiated even though I am eating so many much more food than I would normally. But when I'm eating very micronutrient-dense food and very healthy proteins, carbs, and fats, I feel satisfied. I feel satiated. And when it's also your choice, you don't have those cravings and you understand why. But I've been craving sweets lately and uh, sweets for me is a good indicator that I'm not getting enough fruit in because fruit has sugar in it and it also has a lot of good micronutrients of vitamins and minerals. So I've been craving a lot more sugar lately. Um, Another good way for me to reduce my cravings of sugar, especially when it comes to like just I'm craving chocolate is to have some dark chocolate around and there's some, I get, I go grocery shopping at Aldi's usually and they've got some nice like 70% um, little chocolate bars and if I have one of those and that's just, it's not like a cheat or once I like do all of my things and I earn this, it's just, this is what I have at night and it's just a part of like my protein pasta meals or um, the meals that I make when I have to stay at work where it's like rice and tofu and veggies and things like that. That That's just a part of my day. And when it's a part of your day, it takes the excitement out of it. Like before, I never allowed myself to have chocolate in the house because I had no control. But, or like even if I divvied out, um, so when hollow, or when the fall comes around in Halloween, I really like those candy corn pumpkins, those just giant candy corn in a pumpkin shape. Those are the best. Amazing. And, um, my mom would buy me a bag, but then like divvy it out because again, no control when it comes to food. So she would divvy it out and be like, here's three of them. And then like, oh good, I can just have three, but I can only have three and I can only have it at this point if I get this and that done. So of course I wanted all five bags. Um, (laughs) so it's finding that balance and knowing that you can have food at any point in time, but it's understanding why you're actually wanting that food. So fruit is a big one indicating that I'm craving more. Um, if I'm having a lot of heavier meals and I still feel hungry or like I need more, then it's probably more veggies that I need. And I know that I don't, I don't do the best when it comes to that. And I do need to get better, but I've just become lazy and it's accepting that it's accepting that I have become lazy and I'm not meeting my full potential as well. And once I get to a point and I am getting to that point where I do want to see what my potential is and I want to be better all around mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like all of that. And it all comes from food. Because how you fuel your body is how your body is going to be. And how you deal with stress is how your body is going to be able to move forward. And if I'm not dealing with that well, and I'm not fueling it well, it's not going to be able to process things well. It's not going to be able to process and deal with things at the caliber, at the high level that it is capable of dealing with it. So it's not even just performance or existing or living. It's dealing with the emotional side of things too, which can also be very heavy and very draining. So it's understanding that. If you are overeating and eating empty calories, you could be missing out on a lot of different things and it's understanding and figuring that out. 
Um, if you are under eating, then of course it is going to be dealing with the, most likely the psychological issue of increasing those calories and not being afraid of it. Because once you start being afraid of it, then you are going to be choosing things emotionally rather than beneficial for your body. So it's one, just working through and dealing with cravings and understanding why your body is reacting this way and why you are under eating and why are you doing that? Don't under eat. Your body can deal with a lot more calories and most likely listening to this, you are working out, you are doing things physically, you don't have just a sedentary life or even if you do, you are making the most out of that and it's okay. It's okay. So don't be afraid of food. And it's dealing, again, it's dealing with that emotional side of it because probably you've been dealing with diets, you are afraid of food, you want to lose weight, you have a picture in your mind of what your body wants to look like or what you want your body to look like. And it's dealing with all of that. And food has become the enemy because food directly correlates with weight gain and fat and sugar and carbs are terrifying and bad and you're tired of protein powder and making protein pudding and protein shakes in order to like silence the cravings even though that doesn't do anything like silencing cravings doesn't work listen to all of my podcasts i explain it entirely um another way to deal with this especially if cravings are something you are afraid of uh my cutting cravings in three days is really good in breaking it down and going day by day of dealing with it. And just to let you know, you will be eating those foods that you were craving, not in the healthy way of like, here's some protein powder and protein, make protein pudding in order to make you think that you're actually having cookies or have a quest bar and roll it up into little balls and make cereal because you are really hungry for cookie, for cookie cereal or whatever, or cookies in general. Like, it's not dealing, it's not looking at that. Like, that's later on down the road. That's down the road when you just want to do that because you can. But it's actually dealing with the foods that you have demonized or you have been afraid of and understanding how your body is reacting, breaking that down, like understanding, like, how did you feel? How do you want to feel? What do you want your life to look like moving forward? Why is this no big deal? It's okay that your body didn't, like, fully reject the donut that you had, even though you know you should feel bad. Maybe you actually feel good because you've been under eating and it needs those calories and you have been avoiding fat and any kind of fat it will take in, whether it is good or bad, because you have been cutting certain things out. So it's breaking that down and understanding like why that would be happening. Again, I break all of this down in the three day um, to cutting, cutting cravings in three days, the free training. So Go to roxellagymmethod.com and it's right on there, rcksldgymmethod.com. That will break that down. Another side is stress. So food is going to be the forefront of your mind. Um, whether you have a love-hate relationship with it, you are struggling with it, you are wanting to get past it, anything like that, food is going to be your go-to because food means survival. <laughs> And with stress, your body doesn't know the difference between life and death stress or just work stress. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that somebody cut you off. It doesn't matter that you're going to be two minutes late for work. It doesn't matter that your routine and day isn't going as planned. It doesn't matter that something has come up that's totally manageable, but it just has completely thrown your day off by... 10, 20 minutes, it's just a complete inconvenience. Your body is looking at all of that as life and death stress. So... Before, 
And it does go back to a very primitive state. And it's learning and understanding that and just dealing with it. You can't change it. So just deal with it. It's go-to is to eat because stress means survival. Or like stress means life and death. And in order to survive, it's dealing with the feast and famine mindset. If you... Like, stress is a famine. Stress is something that is going to take your life away. And your body's only job is to keep you alive, which is fantastic. But when you have a terrible relationship to food and not actually listening and understanding why your body is dealing and reacting a certain way, it is detrimental to what you want to do, especially if it is weight loss, especially if it is, like, looking a certain way. It is going to be terrible. So when your body is in stress and it wants to survive and it's in a famine, that's what it's experiencing, it's going to want to crave certain foods that are going to easily digest into fat and be stored away for the winter, for survival. Um, so that is going to be empty calorie stuff. That is going to be high sugar stuff. Absolutely. Because that can easily be um, turned into fat. And just comfort foods in general, because just on that side, it's filling up and silencing the stress for a little bit and taking your mind off of it. And again, it can be digested and stored away. But if those go-tos of um, sweet and empty calories just can easily be stored away as fat, and that's why your body is going for those things subconsciously. Because it wants to survive. It wants to protect you, which is good. Um, the last thing is going to be acceptance or support. Um, and this, too, is drawn to why you have cravings for certain things and why you have comfort foods. Those comfort foods make you feel whole. And acceptance and support also goes with stress. So it, it's It's survival. Because if you weren't accepted into the family, if you weren't accepted into your community, it was being ostracized and it was like not surviving. You needed to survive. You wanted support. You want something. <laughs> you're looking for something. And if that something isn't filled, if that something is empty, you're going to look for a way to fill it. And you're going to use food. You are going to use food. Or you're going to use something detrimental. Like you're going to replace it with something else. But if you have intense cravings that you just can't control and you're dealing with a lot of stress and you're taking some challenges and you don't feel like you have anybody you can turn to, you don't have anyone you can talk to, or you do, but they just don't understand your situation. You don't feel like they can, they'll actually hear you because there is a difference between listening and hearing. Anybody can listen, but not everybody can hear what you're trying to say. Not everybody can fully understand. Not everybody can give you exactly the kind of support that you were looking for. And if you are looking for a certain kind of support and they're not going to give it, you can't feel that acceptance and support for who you are and what you want to do and what your life is going to look like and you want it to look like moving forward. It's a lot to deal with. And I know I have tried filling up my loneliness and my emptiness with food and with healthy food. Or I used the, the gym. And the gym used to be my therapy and my go-to and my one time for escape. And then it turned into punishment and feelings of being invalid and not enough. And if I can just accomplish this, then I will have it. Then I will be accepted. Then I will be loved. Then I will be seen as myself. Then I can do this and that because I have gotten to this point and I look 
and I've earned it. And I've earned it. And if you are constantly feeling like you need to earn love and support, it's never going to work for you. It's never going to work for you. So it's learning to find that balance and it's understanding. So if you are feeling like you need acceptance and support and you're using food to kind of fill that void, it's time to start looking at what you want. What kind of acceptance and support are you looking for? What kind of love are you looking for? Why can't you have that now? And giving it to yourself now, because if you can't give it to yourself, it's going to be hard for you to accept it from other people. Not saying that you need to learn to love yourself before somebody else can love you. It's learning to be okay to be loved. It's learning to be okay with like having certain things come up or of like just accepting that you are good enough right here, right now. And until you can get to that point, it's, it is going to be difficult, but it's going to be a choice that you need to continually work towards. And that's where like self-development can come in handy. And, um, I mean, depending if, I mean, I'll be talking about the hustle mindset next week, (laughs) but, um, a really good book that I highly recommend, especially when it comes to like self-development, because it is a more lighthearted and, um, like actual, these are things that can, that will be beneficial working on your life. Um, get off your ass and into your life by Danny Drioso. Um, she's somebody that I've worked with before, really good online friend. I really enjoy her. And, um, this book is awesome. So I highly recommend it, especially if, um, acceptance and support and a lot of stress is going on and you feel like you need to, there's things that you want to do, but you just can't. She has so many different chapters. It's so good. Get off your ass and into your life. Uh, she has it available on Amazon, uh, in paperback copy and also on, uh, Kindle too. So, and I think she's doing an audio version, which I'm super excited about and can't wait for, but that's not out yet. Uh, but definitely on Amazon, check it out. I highly recommend it. But once you're able to decipher and figure out what your cravings mean, then you're able to start making progress and working through it because then it's all a choice. Once you know, you can't unknow. You can't like push it aside and say, well, I didn't know that. Now you do. And it's a conscious choice. And you will get to the point where you just are tired of just knowing and you're ready to make the change. And once you are ready to make the change, I would love to help you through that. And I've got a lot of different things that can help you through that. Um, one is my rock solid gym method. Uh, it's a year long course, um, which you can pay for in full, or you can do month to month. Um, I do have a breakdown of each month's focus. Uh, definitely go and check it out. Everything that I'm going to be sharing is on rocksolidgymmethod.com, R-C-K-S-L-D-G-Y-M-Method.com. Um, more one-on-one in-depth support where I can give you, um, real-time options. We can real-time talk through things. Um, one-on-one coaching is open and available. There are limited spots though. So if you are interested in doing that, that route is available. Otherwise, all of my journals are on Amazon and you can get them in a couple of days. I do have uh, courses that you can go through right here, right now for food and movement experiment that break down exactly what I would, what I have my clients do when they go through these journals and to help you get the absolute most out of it. So whenever you are ready to get past this, 
I have the steps that will take you through it because this is going to be a lot more mental than it is physical. And when you've just been dealing with physical things and pushing through and numbers your whole life and not actually looking at the bigger picture and how you're feeling and how you want to feel, it does take some time. That's why Roxology Method is a year long because a lot can happen and it's a lot of implementing and it's a lot of daily reminders and daily choices and sometimes it's moment by moment but you will get to a point where moment by moment turns to hour by hour day to day week to week month to month and maybe you just have a couple of slumps throughout the year but you're able to really quickly snap out of it and change it because you have the tools that you need this can all start with the cutting your cravings in three days and it can just start with what I have given you of starting to break it down of starting to understand it my food experiment journal just puts it out on paper for you to go back because all of this is just data it means nothing about who you are what you're doing what your past is what your future is it's just information and it gives you exactly what you need to do and what you need to change to move forward towards what it is you want to do because with an experiment, there's no success or failure. There's just an outcome. And with that outcome, you get to decide what it is you want to do with it. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to toss it? Do you want to try something new? But again, it ultimately puts you back in control of your life. And that is what you want to be doing. So whenever you are ready, I'm ready to help you and support you in whatever way is going to be best for you. But start by understanding why you are having these cravings. Pinpoint if it's nutrition, stress, or support acceptance based. And it most likely can definitely be a mixture of all of them. But understanding and understanding like what those cravings mean and what your triggers are and what gets them going and how you tend to mindlessly numb out. And it is going to be hard and it is going to be difficult because sometimes it's going to mean you not eating and sometimes it's going to mean you eating. When it's going to mean eating when you would normally not eat and it's going to mean not eating when you would normally eat and understanding like what physical hunger is and what emotional hunger is and mental hunger and all of that and knowing that it can't just be numbed out with food when it's not a physical and nutritional hunger. And that's hard, but it is so worth it and it is so empowering once you are able to do that. And again, whenever you are ready, I am more than willing and more than excited to help you through that. So please definitely go and listen to Cravings Come From Lack, the original. Cravings Come From Lack 2.0 is just a new revamped version of it today. But that is all I have for you right here, right now. So I hope you have a fantastic day and I will talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.